You are he that dwells in the midst of the coals of fire. We've come to behold you just as you are. I pray that your realities be laid bare and that we may journey into your reality so that at the end of the day, all glory and honor will be restored to your holy name. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' mighty name we've prayed. Please sit down with joy. It's a privilege to be here. First of all, I want to appreciate my mama. My God bless you. Thank you so much. For This is a real privilege and I do not take it for granted. And to the chapel rep in absentia, the executives, the workers, I celebrate everyone. You yourself sitting down here, celebrate yourself. Praise the Lord. How many of us wrote exams today? How was it? I hope God is helping us. Praise the name of the Lord. Increase it. Please, media, you helped me tonight. Thank you very much. Now, when I was studying for tonight, a body came into my heart. And I would love to share it. Now, the way we are gathered tonight, we are gathered, the environment, everything is good, and we can feel the presence of God, behold, yeah. And most times, we gather here, we copy notes, and we go back to the house, and nothing happens to us. Now, I hope you know that the reason for our gathering, the reason why all these things are at work is so that there will be a manifestation, so that there will be a transformation in your life. If the world is not changing you, if the world is not changing you, that means everything that we are doing here counts for nothing. How much of the world have you been living with? How much of the world have you been living with? I don't want this night to be another night where we will just come, we will pile up our notes, we will shout, hey, look at the whole exegesis and all of that, and go back and remain the same. Please, tonight is another night. We need to sustain the discipline to walk with this word. We need to sustain the discipline to walk with this word as it is. I hope you know that on the last day, every of this word which you do not use, which you do not, which, which do not transform you, you will be accountable for it. May they help me with First Peter chapter 4 verse 17. For the time is come that the judgment must begin at the house of God. And if it first begin at us, what shall the end be of them that obey not the gospel of God? That obey not the gospel of God. Now, so many principles are being given out, day in, day out. So many principles that are being given out, day in, day out. How much of these words are we making use of? How much of these words have we become manifestations of? Most times we will go out, we pride ourselves that we attended Bible study. So it will look as if you are working with God, but at the end of the day, you're not a trans that transformation that is needed, that is needed to be seen in your life is not being bettered. That means our time here counts for nothing. It is better that you do not hear at all at all than for you to hear and not do the word. Praise the Lord. Last month we considered um, 
Who can tell me the topic for last season, last month? Understanding times and season. Do you know that it can happen that when you get to heaven and maybe God asks you, why were you unable to influence your generation? And you may tell God, I was not given enough influence. God might ask you, did you command your season? Did you command your season? These are certain principles that helps in the edification of the body of Christ. These are principles that when you key into, the gates of hell cannot prevail. But most times we let these words dissipate out from us. I pray God will help us in the name of Jesus Christ. Help me with this song. Into my heart. Into my heart. Come into my heart. Lord Jesus. Come in to stay. Come in to stay. Come in to my heart. Lord Jesus. Now say, Lord, help me. That your word may transform me. In Acts chapter 20, verse 32, and he said, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you and grant you an inheritance unto those who are sanctified. That is to say that this word is a factor that builds. It's a factor that builds. I pray God help us in the name of Jesus Christ. Praise the name of the Lord. Now, this is October, and we're in the second week of October. This is 12th of October 2020, and we'll be considering a team rests. We'll be considering a team rests. Rests. Most times when we talk of rest, what comes to mind in our depraved mind, in our normal mind, what comes to mind is the state of taking time out from work to recover. That is what a depra- you know, that is what a common person will say. That is what a common person will say. Would define to be rest. But tonight we'll be dealing on the spiritual aspects of rest. Spiritual aspects of rest. Spiritual rest. Spiritual rest means partnering with God in the destiny of life. Partnering with God in the destiny of life. In other words, it can be said to be surrendering your entirety to the person of the Christ. Complete dependence on God in the race to destiny. That's what we call spiritual rest. Praise the name of the Lord. Now, the world we live in is a very dangerous world. This is a very dangerous time. Now, it can happen that you may be here looking at me as if you're listening to me, but within your mind, you may be thinking of the exam you wrote. You may be thinking of the exam you wrote, saying, will I even pass this course? You may be saying within your mind, what will happen if I fail this course? These are certain things that happens to disturb our rest. These are things that happen to affect that spiritual rest that we need to key into. The world is a very dangerous place, I must tell you. 
that a believer needs to be needs to be weaved into the person of Christ for you to sketch through at this time. If you open your internet, the news you will hear is that these people have killed these people. If you open your phone now to search the Google, what they will tell you is that maybe they've bombed social nations. Things are happening. Things are happening that if you decide to follow these things the way are happening, you, the way these things are happening, you may, you may not die a natural death. That is why God has given us rest. Now, the first, the first mention of rest came in Genesis chapter 2 verse 2. The origin of rest. The origin of rest. And on the seventh day, God ended his work, which he had made. And he rested on the seventh day from all his work, which he had made. Next verse. And God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it. Because that in it, he had rested from all his work, which God created and made. That is to say that spiritual rest is sanctification. Spiritual rest is sanctification. Matthew 11 verse 28 Come unto me all you that labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest. I want to ask a question please. Depending on God is it easy? Is it difficult? Or is it, or is it simple? Dependence on God is it difficult? Or is it simple? Just think about it. And I need an answer to it. Depending on God, is it difficult or is it simple? Who can answer me? I need an answer, please. Because tonight, by the special grace of God, this will be a deliverance to many. To be a de- there are people that are even here that even after this meeting, they may not have anything to eat at home. But they just decided to come to church. These are difficulties. Things are happening in life. I grew up in the north. If you do not experience crisis, you will not know the value of peace. If you've not experienced crisis, you will not know the value of peace. There are people that are even here. They are thinking of how will they pay their school fees for their next semester. These are troubles of life. Now, something happened to me last week. I and my friend, we closed from service and we left. We went home. Then, I, after eating, we we were resting, so I decided to respond to messages on my WhatsApp. And I was respect, uh, responding to the messages. Before I knew what was happening, my phone tripped off. Just like that. Ah. I switched on the phone again. I told him that I'm an engineer, that he shouldn't worry, that I will fix the phone. I tried again, the phone refused. What he told me was that, eh, that I shouldn't worry, that the phone has spoiled. That it's just, I should just go and buy another one. I say, ah. Someone that should be encouraging me that, eh, that should increase my faith that at least maybe we'll pray on the phone and the phone will become good. He's telling me that I should go and buy another phone. I slept that night. I came to school the next day. Another of colleague of mine came to my office. I told him, bro, see, see what happened to my phone. He said, ah, that I shouldn't worry. That I should just go and buy a new phone. That the phone, there is, there is nothing. That he has that same phone. That they flashed the phone for eight times. And the phone refused to work. I said, Jesus. And a day before that, day, I received a call from home that my mom was seriously ill. I was not myself. Now, these are things that can happen to people that unless you sustain this spiritual type of rest, your life will be in crisis. 
praise the name of the Lord. I believe you must have thought about the question I asked so far. Don't think I've forgotten it. Is it difficult? Is it a labor to depend on God? Or is it easy? Our point. My father. <laughs> Praise God. Well, my opinion is if you don't start, it is difficult. But when you start, it is easy. God bless you, sir. Praise the name of the Lord. Now, we will get the answer from the scriptures. Praise the name of the Lord. Help me with Isaiah 58, verse 13. Okay. Please help me with Hebrew chapter 4, verse 10. Hebrew chapter 4, verse 10. Just keep this scripture. Just note it. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 10. For he that is entered into his rest, he also has ceased from his own work, as God did from his. 11. Let us labor, therefore, to enter into that rest, lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief. Praise the Lord. Can you now see that it is a labor? <laughs> if you are not helped of God, it's something that's within our capability we cannot do. If you're not held by God, even Jesus Christ, media, please help me with um, Matthew chapter 28, verse 37. Okay. Okay. Help me with 26. Matthew 26, verse 37. And he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them, saying, Drink 37, 37, not 27. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee and began to be sorrowful and very heavy. Even Jesus Christ has a time. Someone that, it's, that is heavy and sorrowful, is that not a labor? Someone passing through hell? The Son of God. 38. Next verse. Then said he unto them, My soul is exceeding sorrowful, even unto death. Tarry ye here and watch with me. Praise the name of the Lord. Unless a man is helped of God, this spiritual rest is something within our human capability we cannot do. Praise the name of the Lord. Okay. Now, we'll be considering the labors. What are these labors? What are these labors that we need to do to enter into God's rest? What are these labors? Help me with Isaiah 58 verse 13. If thou turn away thy foot from the Sabbath, 
from doing thy pleasure on my holy day. If you turn away from God's rest, if you turn away from God's rest, from doing thy pleasure, that is to enter into God's rest, you have to do the, pre- the pleasure. Praise the name of the Lord. The first one is holiness. On my holy day. Holiness. Entering into God's rest. Praise the name of the Lord. Labors of entering into God's rest. You must be holy. You must be holy. These are labors that can be granted you if you, if you begin to harbor this person of the Christ, that will be granted you, it will be easy if, 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 if you're able to carry God. Praise the name of the Lord. Holiness, number one. Second Corinthians chapter 7, verse 1. Now, the true test of obedience is when you are granted the opportunity to disobey but you still sustain the capacity to remain obedient. Holiness. You might be in the exam hall, and you know that that number two question, that you've not written it, and you saw a microchip in front of you, expo in front of you, that number two that you've not written, will you sustain the capacity to be holy? These are labors. That you're looking at it, so you say that if you did not write this one, you will fail this course, but you still sustain the capacity to be holy. You're seeing that thing before your front. That if you do this, we pass this course. But because you're holy, you have to labor into these things. These things are labors. These things are labors of entering into God's rest. Having therefore these promises, dearly beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirits, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. The acts of holiness by mere discipline is not enough. Practicing holiness by mere human discipline is not enough. You need the workings of the Spirit to be able to sustain the capacity, to be able to stand in a place of holiness. And Jesus Christ said, for them I sanctify myself that they also may be sanctified. Praise the name of the Lord. Number two is labors of entering into God's rest. You must honor God. Praise the name of the Lord. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 9. Labors of entry into God's rest. You must honor God. Honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruits of thy increase. Maybe just the way you are sitting now. An alert just drops into your phone. And you're happy that alert has dropped. And God said, take that alert and drop at the end. And you know you don't have anything to eat as well. And God, you tell you, take that offering and go and drop it. That he needs that offering. These are labors. These are labors. You honor God with your substance. You honor God with everything that you have. So much so that you become an expression of the Christ, that you become God. These are labors of entering into God's rest. Praise the name of the Lord. The third one is living behind your own ways. Labors of entry into God's rest. You must leave behind your own ways. You must leave behind your own ways. You must leave behind your own ways. Maybe someone calls you for a job, a very lucrative offer, and God said, No, go and serve in my vineyard. 
These are labors. These are labors. These are labors. That's by our own human intellect. We won't do. By our own human intellect. We won't do all these things. Praise the name of the Lord. Because of time, we are just rushing. Then the fourth one is not speaking thy own words. Not speaking thy own words. Then the fifth one. The kind, the labors of any to God's rest is faith in God. John chapter 7, verse 38. John chapter 7, verse 38. Okay. Please stay help me with that same Isaiah 58, verse 13. It was from this same Isaiah 58, verse 13 that we are able to get the labors. And from this same Isaiah 58, maybe verse 14, we'll be able to get the benefits of any to God's rest. Isaiah 58, verse 13. Okay. Thou shalt delight thyself in the Lord, and I will cause thee to ride upon the high places. Then thou shalt delight thyself in the Lord. When you've entered the rest of God, he will cause thee to ride upon the high places of the earth. One. Benefits of entering to God's rest. One, you ride upon the high places of the earth. When you enter into God's rest, so much so that your destiny is no more yours to think of. That your going in and out is no more yours to think of. That your livelihood is no more yours to think of. But sustaining the capacity to depend on God in his entirety that your life becomes an expression of the workings of God praise the name of the Lord then the second one you become the heritage of Jacob thy father is also there one he will cause you to ride upon the high places of the earth two he will feed thee with the heritage of Jacob thy father Praise the name of the Lord. Now, we'll be moving into ways to enter into God's rest. Ways of entering into God's rest. This sermon might be, this teaching might be a deliverance to many people. Because I tell you the truth, life is not easy. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 16 it says, redeeming the time for the days are evil. Another, another version will tell you, make most use of this time because the days are evil. These are principles that you need to carry with you all the days of your life. Because the journey of life is not the swift. It's not the fastest that wins the race of life. Praise the name of the Lord. Ways of entering into God's rest. Ecclesiastes chapter 11, verse 12. Ecclesiastes chapter 11, verse 12. 11, verse 
Okay. Ecclesiastes 12, verse 13. Please, sorry. Ecclesiastes 12, verse 13. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandment, for this is the whole duty of man. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. How to enter God's rest? Fear God and keep his commandments. This is number one, the first one. Then, please help me with Ecclesiastes chapter 2, verse 24. There is nothing better for a man than that he should eat and drink and that he should make his soul enjoy good in his labor. This is also I saw that it was from the hand of God. Praise the name of the Lord. I know some of you will be happy that I said you should eat and drink. Most of you will celebrate that I said we should eat and drink. Maybe this month of rest won't be a month to overpray. It will be a month to make merry. But I will show you something tonight. Praise the name of the Lord. Help me with John 17 verse 19. That he should eat and drink. <laughs> hey. Please, in the Bible, whenever we talk of eat, whenever we talk of eat, whenever eating is mentioned in the Bible, it makes mention of bread. Praise the name of the Lord. It makes mention of bread. And <laughs> we know that bread that the disciples ate is the body of Christ. I hope we know. And the scripture said we should eat and drink. We should eat and drink the body of Christ. That you've eaten the body of Christ so much so that you become an expression, a mirror image of the person of the Christ. You walk in circumspect with the ways of Christ. This is the way of entering into God's rest and not to eat mere food. Becoming a body, becoming a complete expression, a complete personality that God can walk through you because he has seen a vessel. These are ways of entering to God's rest. Walking the way Jesus Christ walked. Speaking the way Jesus Christ speaked. Handling cases the way Jesus Christ handled cases. These are ways of entering into God's rest. Praise the name of the Lord. And he also said, eat and drink. Eat and drink. Praise the name of the Lord. <laughs> Help me with Ephesians chapter 5 verse 18. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 18. 18, 18, not 16. And be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. This is the first one. Help me with Help me with Luke chapter 1 verse 15. You need to experience on your own to get deep knowledge, a personal knowledge of the person of the Holy Spirit. Praise the name of the Lord. Why do we need the Holy Spirit? Why did the Holy Spirit come to be at first? Why the Holy Spirit? Help me with John chapter 16 verse 7. This is a very deep teaching that you need to be very conscious of. 
you need to be very conscious of. When I saw this, 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 this theme, I began to beg for mercy because I'm not worthy to teach of this person. It's the personality that you need to know, that needs to encounter you for you to know who he is. You need to know this person on your own. Someone that has journeyed with God can actually help you because somewhere at a time he heard the voice. Samuel, Samuel, he went to Eli. Eli has, understa- has understood certain things of the Spirit and he told him, when you hear such names, say, here I am, Lord. They can not only guide you, but the person of the Holy Spirit cannot be taught, cannot be written in a book. A book cannot contain the person of the Holy Spirit. Praise the name of the Lord. Why do we need the Holy Spirit? First of all, the first manifestation of the Holy Spirit was in Genesis chapter 1 verse 2. And the Spirit of God hovered. I hope you know that light came to be immediately the Holy Spirit hovered. In John chapter 1 verse 4, he said, and in him was life, and that life was the light of men. Immediately he hovered. Not in chapter 3, God did not say, let there be light. Immediately the Holy Spirit hovered, light came. The Holy Spirit is the personality of light. Praise the name of the Lord. Why the need for the Holy Spirit? John chapter 16 verse 7. John 16 verse 7. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. Jesus Christ speaking. It is expedient. It is important. It is pertinent that I go away. For if I go not away, the comforter will not come. It is pertinent that I go alone. I hope you know that Jesus Christ in his bodily fashion was limited to certain things. He was limited. At the time, Jesus Christ was tired. At the time, Jesus Christ was sorrowful. Jesus Christ was not able... There are works to be done in the body of Christ. And that was the reason why the ministry of Jesus Christ lasted only three and a half years. There are lots of works to be done. Jesus Christ cannot, in his bodily fashion, cannot affect everybody. And that was the reason for the Holy Spirit. And that was why he said, it is expedient that I go. It is very important that I leave you. So that the comforter, Alos Paracletos, that's the Greek word. Praise the name of the Lord. Help me with John 14 verse 16. And I will pray the Father and he shall give you another comforter unless Paracletus the word means a helper, an advocate, a comforter in the person of the Holy Spirit that will abide with you forever. Praise the name of the Lord. Now, we'll be discussing the nature of the Holy Spirit. The nature of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, help me. The nature of the Holy Spirit. You are always there to help. You are always there to help me. Even when no one else was there. You are always there for 
Holy Spirit. I hope you know the Holy Spirit has emotions. The Holy Spirit has intellect. And the Holy Spirit has will. The Holy Spirit has emotions. That was the reason the scripture said, do not grieve the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit has emotions. Praise the name of the Lord. Help me with Isaiah chapter 63 verse 10. Isaiah 63 verse 10 The emotions of the Holy Spirit But they rebelled And vexed his Holy Spirit Therefore he was turned Therefore he was turned to be their enemy And he fought against them Now I'll tell you a story I come from A very big orthodox background A very big one Orthodox very big orthodox background. Now, this is not in a bid to criticize the orthodox. Please understand me. I just want to establish something. Now, a time came when I was an instrumentalist. I played the bass guitar then. I and my brother, we go for shows. We, we just go to church for the fun of just playing instruments. We never believed in, the, in praying in the Holy Ghost. I never believed. At the time, we went to a program. I and my brother, we were sitting at the back laughing. They were praying in tongues. I and my brother, we were sitting at the back, somewhere at that angle, laughing, laughing at them. Then the next day, my brother picked up his pen. He picked up his pen to write against praying in the Holy Ghost. He picked up his pen. I'll share the testimony with you. He picked up his pen to write against the Holy Ghost. That night, he was giving a very serious warning very serious warning that he, he, he woke up. He was scared. He was scared. Two weeks later, my brother started speaking in tongues. I myself, I was like the Pharisee then. Very rigid in religion. I was very religious. Very religious. I never believed. I sought, I sought, I sought righteousness. I thought righteousness was a function of discipline. Those days, I don't, know, I don't shake the hands of ladies. We are very religious. We thought we can attain the righteousness of God just by mere discipline. That was how religious we were. Then myself, when I saw my brother praying in the Holy Ghost, I laughed at him. I told him that I would go and report to the authorities of our church. 
Like he's going contrary to the doctrine. Myself, I slept that night. I woke up praying in the Holy Ghost. Praying about something I know nothing about. Praying, just uttering words. Woke up crying. Now, anybody that tells me that the Holy Spirit is not real, I'll say, Jesus. This is a personal experience that I tell you about. A personal experience that I tell you about. And the Holy Spirit began to help I and my brother. Because we wanted to grieve the Holy Spirit. He wanted to write against the personality of the Christ. The Holy Spirit is God. The Holy Spirit is the Spirit of God. In other words, the Holy Spirit is God himself. He wanted to write. He wanted to grieve the Holy Spirit. And they gave him the warning of his life. And this brought our, about our change. The Holy Spirit has emotions. God cannot be mocked. God cannot be mocked. Praise the name of the Lord. The Holy Spirit has will. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 11. The Holy Spirit has will. But all these workers that one and the self-same spirit dividing to every man severally as his will. Two believers may give their life to Christ the same day. They may, they may start praying the same day. Start studying the scripture the same day. But over time you discover that one of the believers, his eyes, eyes has been opened to the scripture. Why the other one now operates in the gifts of the prophetic? These are wills. The will of the Holy Spirit. He chooses to give his gifts as he so desires. That's the reason why there shouldn't be envy. There shouldn't be envy in this work. Praise the name of the Lord. If God has called you, if God has called you to be in the sanctuary units, remain there. There is a reason why he has called you there. There are reasons to these things. Praise the name of the Lord. The Holy Spirit has intellect. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 10. Sorry, 2 verse 10. 2 verse 10. 1 Corinthians 2 verse 10. The Holy Spirit has intellect. But God has revealed them unto us by His Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things. Yeah, the deep things of God. The Holy Spirit has intellect. Praise the name of the Lord. Because of time, let's move to the attributes of the Holy Spirit. The attributes of the Holy Spirit. One. He's our counselor. One, he's our counselor. Attributes of the Holy Spirit. First John chapter 2, verse 27. First John 2, verse 27. But the anointing which ye have received of him abided in you. And ye need not that any man teach you, but as the same anointing teaches you of all things and his truth. And is no lie, and even as it has taught you, ye shall abide in him. He's our counselor. Two, he's our teacher. John 14, verse 26. John 14, verse 26. Because of time. The third one, he intercedes for us. The attributes through characteristics of the Holy Spirit. He's an intercessor. Romans chapter 12, verse 
Romans chapter 8, verse 26. The fourth one. He strengthens us in our weakness. He strengthens us in our weakness. Earlier before now, we discussed about rest. We discussed about rest. So for you to journey into this spiritual rest, you need the person of the Holy Spirit. These are labors that on your own, you won't be able to do. These are labors that on your own, you won't be able to achieve. But with the person of the Holy Spirit, he strengthens us. The fifth one and the last, he is our advocate. First John chapter 2, verse 1. Now, please, listen to me. Please, listen to me. How to activate the Spirit of God? Let's be on our feet. How can we activate this Spirit of God? How to activate the Spirit of God? You must be a born again. You must be a born again. Please close your eyes. You must be a born again. Lord, I give you my heart. I, I give you my soul. I live for you. God is available. All you need to do just to confess your sins. Surrender your life to Him. If you know you've not given your life to Christ, you need a personal experience with this person of the Christ. You need a personal experience of the person of this Christ. You need to know Him experientially. In the name of Jesus Christ. Please, I'll show you an, an analogy before I go back to my seat. Off, off the keyboard. The keyboard is off now, right? The keyboard is off. If this keyboard is not functional and they give it to you, it will just be a mere decoration because it's not functional. Irrespective of the price it was bought, when you get an iPhone and you remove the battery, 
that iPhone becomes useless. It cannot function. So it is in the life of everybody. If you do not have this factor, this personality of the Holy Spirit, you count for nothing. If the Holy Spirit is not at work in you, irrespective of who you are, irrespective of your wealth, irrespective of where you're coming from, irrespective of your handsomeness, irrespective of your, of your level, your gender, you count for nothing if the person of the Holy Spirit is not at work in you. Let's sing that song again. Lord, I give you my heart. I give you my soul. I live for you. person of the Holy Spirit to be at work in your life. If you know you need this personality to journey into this cracked world, to journey into this world, to journey into this depraved world, maybe you may have been hearing of the person of the Holy Spirit and you've not known him. You've been hearing him by words. You've been hearing people say Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, but you do not know him. This is an opportunity for you to know the person of the Christ. This opportunity might not come again. We do not know what might befall us. The world is strange and full of evil. This is an opportunity for you to come to the throne of mercy and plead for the forgiveness of sin and confess your sins once again and come back to him. He call, he's calling you. He's calling you. He's calling you. Say, Lord Jesus, help me not to fail you. Help me not to fail you. Help me that in this journey of life, that my obeisance will not be attributed to any other personality. That my allegiance will be to Christ and to Christ alone and to the person of the Holy Spirit. Help me to walk in you. Help me to know you. Help me to love you. Help me to walk in you. Help me to grow in you. Thank you, Heavenly Father. This is our heart's cry tonight. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 
You are always there to help those who are helpless. We are now on the understanding that we cannot do this except you, Lord, help us. The understanding is now in us that we need you now more than ever. Help us, Lord Jesus, not to deter in this journey with you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we've prayed. Praise the name of the Lord.